How'd they get so lit up? Guys, y'all get up. How'd they get that size? When you turn those heaters on, fall with me. Got to put my heaters on. Welcome to another episode on Splattercast. <laughs> I'm not usually the one that does the introductions, but we're going to be talking about Jeepers Creepers today. Hello everybody, this is episode 12. <laughs> we are live from good old Washington State. Woohoo! One of the horror capitals. I'm CJ. And I am Chucky, and last week we talked about Nightmare Before Christmas. So on, the la- <laughs> on the last episode we talked about Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, one of the things that we're going to try and do, since there was a time pe- there was a period where we weren't releasing episodes for weeks, is we're going to Because I was working doubles and extra shifts and got a second job, so I've been... A little preoccupied. We're going to release two episodes a week now. We did it last week. We released one last week, I think. And the week before that, we released two. Okay, and then this week, we're this doing week two. This week, we're doing... Two or three. Uh, I'm not sure yet. Nightmare Before Christmas will be released. And this is the Jeepers Creepers 18-year anniversary episode. What? 18 years? Because it has been 18 years since the movie came out. Um, I believe it came out in 2001. Yes. And it was directed by Vic- Victor Salva. So one of the things that we are not going to talk about is the controversy that surrounds Victor at all. Agreed. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to bring it up. Because if I was to talk about controversy with directors... A lot of horror movies that we would talk about, um, whether it's with Roman Polanski or other people, we'd have to bring up. So I just wanted to get that out of the way that this is not, when we review movies, we're not going to be talking about directors and their past. We are here to talk about... The movie itself. The movies. Normally I don't do monologues like this, but with this movie, there's a lot of... Backlash, and it has nothing to do with the movie. Nothing at all to do with the movie. So, just getting it out of the way, we will not talk about anything that has to do with Victor Salva's past, and we will not be talking about Jeepers Creepers 3 or 2. We are only talking about the first film. And if you don't know about it, I can read you a synopsis of the movie. And this comes straight from IMDb. Yes, it says, A brother and sister driving home through an isolated countryside for spring break encounter a flesh-eating creature, which is in the midst of its ritualistic eating spree. So, if you guys haven't seen it, that's what this one's about. So, if you're not all about this one, I guess you should probably turn this off and listen to the happier ones that we've done, or other ones. And Or you can go on... Amazon Prime and watch it for two ninety nine. I think it's an awesome movie. Um, I it was one of the most original ones I've seen I'm in gonna, a long time. I'm gonna say something that might offend people. 
Jeepers Creepers to me is the one of the best movies to come out in twenty years. It's a different take on. Well, I just mean it's original, and when you first watch the movie, what you think it is, it's not that, and then what you think it is after that, it's, it's not. not that, and then it changes again, and then it changes again. And this is one of the ones. By the way, spoil alert. Okay, it's one of the only movies that I know that the. The bad guy wins. Wins, like everything he wanted to accomplish, he, he accomplished. accomplished. But what I like is that it's not. It doesn't confine itself to one type of movie. Yeah, like this is making it sound like it's a cannibalism movie, and it's not. Because it's, in the beginning, it's a road rage movie. Yeah, like Duel, and then you think it's a, a slasher film because you see. Uh, him the creeper the dumping the bodies down the pipe. And then when he goes down there, you're like, oh, it's a torture film because he opens up that one body and it's like... All sewn back it's all together. all sewn back together and then they have the the twisted 16 chapel on the ceiling and he petrifies the bodies. So you think it's that. But they give you a clue to what the movie really is because there's a carving on the table that yes. shows his true form. And then after that, you don't know what's going on because he gets hit by, like, a car. Yeah. But he does do cannibal things. You're like, oh, he is a cannibal. And then you find out he's like this ancient creature being that is really cool looking once you finally see his the true form. form. Yeah, and he's not eating for, like, sport. Like, he only eats what he needs from you. So if he has an injury to his eyes, like, he's going to find somebody, the right person... Um, to take their eyes and yes he eats them but they go to his eyes and fix it fixes it or his old eyes come out and those ones appear yeah. like there's a method to his madness I do like the misdirection of the movie because the whole movie you think he wants Trish the sister the sister but the only reason I'm remembering the names is because I rewatched it last night what? Um, you rewatched it without me. You were doing your nails. I don't care. <laughs> you stop I it. I said I was watching something for the pod. What? And I was. Because, I missed it. It's I, one of my favorite. Well, I found the, our Blu ray set. It oh. was the first and second. So I was rewatching it. But. <laughs> Damn. But they give, uh -huh. you, they give you these nuggets that he actually does want dairy. Oh, yeah, because he's the, the only, like, at the gas station, the only thing that the creeper wanted was Derry's underwear, well, which not, is weird. Well, I not know, just but that, because the the truck stopped, was, like, staying right on course, and you could slightly see it through the tinted window of the of the head, like, just staring at Derry. So huh. it's, like, these little nuances that that you see... And the really cool thing is, I love it when they have these villains in them and they don't talk. But you get their intent. And he has so many different weapons. Oh, yeah. It's just... and The, the only thing, the, the only sound that he really makes is the song. When he whistles it? Yeah. And he even, like, uh, he sets his place of work on fire. And because you, he doesn't want to get known that he's there. But that. you also don't know how long he's been there. Because if you actually look at it... 
and, 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 and like I was, what I was thinking is, this movie is so iconic to me that it's because of this movie why I started writing horror stories. Because I watched this movie and then I kind of ripped off that one scene where he looks up and there's all those bodies sewn up. And I put that in one of my stories. Mm-hmm. That one scene. But this movie made me want to write horror. Like, I've heard so mo- so long over the years when directors talk about one thing that made them want to direct. House of Thousand Corpses made me want to direct horror films. This made me want to write horror. Because... It's a very... It pulled me in. And I saw it with my sister, her boyfriend, and her friends. But they, like, sat, like, towards the front. And my role about watching movies is I don't like to sit at the very front. So I sat at the very, very top of it, and I just watched and most of the time I'll watch a movie and I'll just turn away because there's like scenes that I don't care about. I remember watching Jeepers Creepers and for 90 minutes my eyes were glued to, to that the screen. Because the movie is so empowerful. The music is really good and I love the way the title card comes on because they don't waste time. Because in the beginning you don't know who wrote it. You don't know who directed it. It's just, it pops up like because United Artists, and then you see like this long stretching road, and then you just see Jeepers Creepers, and then it goes right to um, Trish and Derry, who, if they didn't get those two actors, which I found out because I've watched it before with the audio commentary, that they actually spent time together a lot, it wouldn't work. Yeah, they were very sisterly, brotherly, bickering and fighting and. The perfect siblings. And you know that song he sings in the beginning? The one about the polytransistor guy? Yeah. He made that up oh. in one take. There was no song. It just, in the script, all it said is, Derry sings song. <laughs> so, Justin Long sang the song, but it all came off the top of his head. <laughs> he had no idea. It was Just like I found out, he, he had the ability to pee on command... Remember that the scene yeah. where they're talking about when did the rule come when you had to call it when you see it? Yeah. Every time they had to do that scene, he could piss on command. <laughs> Just weird. <laughs> but he's the main person that drew me into the movie. And what I really liked is um the cat lady. Because I hadn't seen her act in a movie since Pippi Longstocking. Because she did a bunch of like kids' movies in the 80s. And... I don't know why, but I really like that scene of, like, them What'd going... What did you bring with you? And there's, like, cats everywhere. And she says, that's not my scarecrow. And then it just jumps down. Yeah, that scared me. I didn't watch it in the movie theaters. I'm the only person in my family that really likes horror. Is Was this one of the babysitter ones? No, I oh. found this on my own. One day I was, I can't remember what it was, it was probably on like AMC or sci-fi or something like that, and I was laying on the couch and it was Jeepers Creepers, and I was like, well that sounds stupid, like, fuck that movie, you know, and I'm like, that's no Michael Myers bullshit, what the hell, 
fun. I'll just watch the first five minutes. If I don't like it, I could turn it off. In that first five minutes, I was like, oh my god. I was freaking out because of the, the road rage. I was like, oh my god, they're going to be knocked over. They're going to be knocked over. They're going to be murdered. And it had me at that. <laughs> like, and I you know watched what's sad that whole is there's movie. a bunch of trucks that look just like that in the We ferry. have one. We have one that drives up and down the road all the time. And it, the horn sounds just like that horn. Yeah. But that's I've I've always been a horror freak. I watch everything. Even when Netflix came out first streaming service or whatever, you know, one of the first streaming services. I watched every horror film on that thing twice. <laughs> like, I'm such a big nerd. I think this one is just the writing is good, the editing, the actors. Well, you cuz you know me normally because of my um For those of you who do not know, I took video production in 6th grade. 6th grade, 7th grade, 8th grade, ninth grade, 12th, 11th, and, like, 12th. Like, the whole... You said tw 12 like, before 11. Yeah, I mean 10th. 10th, yeah. So I and took, then you said 12 again. I so love I you. So I took it for... God, my dyslexia. Okay, fine. Well, let's go six years. Yeah, six, six or seven. I took it for that long, and I've always... I can spot bad editing techniques... Because that's the thing that was drilled in our heads. But that movie doesn't have bad editing techniques. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really good movie. And even the psychic character doesn't seem... Cheesy. Cheesy. Mm-hmm. And I love how there's scenes periodically of they show posters of missing people. Yes. But it's like, it's not thrown in your face. And the whole story of... Uh Kenny, that, and, uh, Kenny and Darla. Yeah, that's that legend story that every town has, basically. Because every town does have that story. Of, you know, drunk driving on prom type thing. You know, like, they, every... Don't do it! It's the cautionary tale. And then you finally realize that they didn't die in a drunk car. Like, they were taken by this thing, 27, or 30, what is it, like 23 years? Every 20, 23 years, yeah. and I, I know exactly where they got that from. It. Yeah. 27 years for it, and 23 years, you know, if that happened in the same town with it, I, they're just screwed all the time. They could have, they never say exactly. Well, I don't think it's a Stephen King. It's not, I'm but they saying. never, they never exactly say where it is. But you know what I mean? Like, that town would be so screwed. Derry would be... Ha, ha, ha. Derry would be so screwed. Yeah. <laughs> What's weird is the creeper has such a simple look. Yes, it's I like It's like tattered, tattered pants. The face of the creature, though, I love. It's different. It's all, like, old, leathery, wrinkledness. But it's not leather. It's just, like old skin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like dried up. Like, you have up. the hair, you have the... Yeah. What, there is a comical scene in there where the... He, he's throwing bodies in the back of the truck and then he shuts it. And then it's staying on, like, this picture of all these dead bodies in the back 
and then it opens back up. And he chucks the head in. He chucks the head in, and then he looks for his hat, and his hat's not on all the way. So he picks his he picks his hat up off the floor and puts it on and straightens up like he's a cowboy, and then smiles and then shuts the door. Yes. Like it's like some stuff like that is just awesome to have in there. Yes. And then like the final scene where everybody. You think everything's gonna be okay? The cops are shooting out, even though that scene does have a lot of like gross sounds when he's um goes after the inmates in there. Yeah, because he got ran over how many times? Like he got ran over five. Three. And him just going into the cop station looks hilarious because he doesn't have an arm anymore and he doesn't have a leg, so he's like dragging like this boot across the ground. Yeah. And then he finally doesn't have the items on anymore. And he eats the prisoners in there to fully get back to the way he was supposed to be. And then, and I think he wasn't picky at that point. I think he just ate whoever just to he, rejuvenate himself. He ate whoever rejuvenated, but the the target was always dairy. dairy. But I meant like, because mainly most of the time the whole reason why he does the road rage thing is to smell the fear and something inside the fear of certain people is what attracts him so whatever smell that dairy was putting off just like our favorite clown yeah <laughs> and so like at that point i think he was hurt so bad because i mean she ran him over gazillions of times to the point where he needed just to feed to stay alive with a cadillac yes and so I think he wasn't very picky on the whole fear-smelling thing. It's like, well, I, I have you guys. I need to eat you. So yeah. I'm going to eat you. I'll do the whole fear thing later when I have time. I do like at the end when she's pleading with the creeper to try and be like, hey. I won't fight you. I have the same things Derry does, which is a lie because she doesn't have a penis. And then he smells dairy. And then out of nowhere, and you didn't you didn't know he had them yet, two giant wings just pop out. Like, there's a well, scene, you kind of Well, there's know. a scene where you kind of have an idea, but you don't know that they're fully functioning wings, and then they bust through the ceiling and fly off. Yeah. And the cool thing, they say that every time you hear that song, He's coming Run. for you. Yep. And at the very end, you think you think Derry's already gotten away because you see his face, but then you it zooms out and his um his eyeballs have already been taken out, and then the creeper's eyes just come right behind the head, and then credits. Yep. There's no saving at all. There's no saving for Derry. Yeah. Which is, it's cool, because not every movie has to have a happy ending. And, that's, and a lot more movies are starting to come out that way. But I think it was like the first of its kind, and it just kind of, it really set people, this is before Hostel, this is before Saw. This is before The Grudge, before The Ring. It kind of was the set. It was that in-between point of, like, Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer. 
to and final destination to the next set. Yeah. So it's it's kind of nice to see like the certain movies that bench the mark. Cause yes, I know Hostel and Saw and movies like that are important, but people shouldn't um People shouldn't really forget about movies like this. Movies that really tried to set the bar. To set the bar pretty high. And that's what this one did. This one really set the bar pretty high for what a movie could be. And it wasn't a high budget movie. No, it wasn't. It... There's no, there's no people really in the movie that are like big um, movie actors. Like I think in this movie, the biggest, the biggest actor that would be in here would be the the lady that played the psychic. She's the the biggest name in this movie. And she's not even in there that much. And you don't see Trish and Derry's parents at like the very end of the movie. I don't even know if you ever do. You see them at the very end and she's crying. Mm. Because they finally show up. But it's too late. Derry's gone. And to me this is just a classic film that people have forgotten about. People have forgotten how good it is. Which just sucks because it it needs to be remembered in a better way. I put this movie on the same plateau as Darkness Falls. Yes, that's a good movie. Because this and Darkness Falls to me are two great horror films that have just been kind of lost. And it doesn't help that a year before this Final Destination came out and then in a couple years you got Saw and Hostel, which completely turned the horror universe on its head but this to me is a movie that needs to be remembered and there's no there's not really CG in this movie because most movies go for the computer generated crap and they don't have that in here it's all practical effects even the make the design of the creeper is also practical effects I think the only CG effects is him flying away it's a very it's a good movie it's a realistic movie it's a realistic and it takes place in three or four locations it's not like multiple locations and it doesn't have bad acting which which sucks as horror fans one of the things that always happens in our horror films is full of bad acting did you hear me I said there's a shark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> The horror genre is filled with shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember what movie that's from, but yeah, I think it was like Sand Sharks or something. It's from Sand Sharks. It's sad that I've seen that movie. <laughs> so, we just want to come on here and do Jeepers Creepers. Yes. And do Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. In 23 years.
And for lucky number episode 13 next week. Jason! No, I just brought that up. I'm just kidding. That's exactly where I was going, actually. We are going to pick one Friday the 13th movie to talk about. And we are not going to let you know what that is until next week when we do the episode. We are going to pick the the Jason movie we really want to talk about. That's psycho. <laughs> oh, they so, all have it. So we're going to pick the best one that we want to. But I will let you know it will not be the first one. It won't be the last one. And it won't be Jason Goes to Hell. I'm just kidding. I don't know which one it's going to be. If you guys have some preference. If you guys have any preference or ideas, uh, you can set, you can uh, direct message me on Twitter at Crazy Hero Rice. Woo! And next week, because it is episode 13, Woo-hoo. we will do a Friday the 13th episode. And not only will we do a Friday the 13th oh, episode, no. but don't forget what comes out next week on Friday. It Chapter 2. So, It You'll Chapter two, float two comes out, so we will be doing an episode on It Chapter 2, but I am warning you when we do it, it is going to have spoilers. Because there's no way to... So, re- that might not be next week's so, sense. Then we might do that the following week or so the week after. So, what I'm going to say is wait to listen to it. I don't know. Until after you've seen it. I'll talk to him about it. Because otherwise, <laughs> it's going to be way too hard to do a podcast episode without us talking about... Any stuff. of the spoilers. Any of the spoilers. Yeah. So, next if week... If anything, we'll pick something else. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. She doesn't like to spoil anybody. So we give you about a week, a week and a half, two weeks, and we'll talk about it. That's what I'm thinking. We'll discuss. We'll discuss. It's a possibility. Anywho. So it's a good possibility next week, Friday the 13th, and an It Chapter 2 review, and we will talk about... Or we'll talk about birds. Birds are vicious animals. We have three of them, and they're plotting our deaths. And we will talk about those. On and it will be it's a good episode. So from going forward, there will be two episodes of Splattercast every week. I don't have it singled down to what days they'll be released. Today is a Monday night. Monday nights are normally the one of the better days for us to record them. Sometimes. Because most times CJ doesn't work on Tuesdays, but because of the almighty Labor Day, she's working tomorrow. So, we will see you next week with two brand new episodes. Episode 13 and episode 14. As we are on the... As we are on the road to Halloween. Halloween season is coming up quick and fast. And... Halloween merchandise is already hitting the floor. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm going to start decorating soon. Back to school is going away. And uh, Target started today. Fred Myers has already started. Walmart has not started yet. But hopefully we will 
get some Halloween merch up very soon. Yay! So this has been Splattercast. Look for me at Crazy Hero Rise on Twitter. And starting this week, you can find Splattercast on Facebook. We will have a Facebook page is starting for Splattercast. So Cool beans. If you wanna send a request to the Facebook page, by all means. Alright, we will talk to you next time. Bye.